BestBookBits.com presents Rich Dad's Cashflow Quadrant, Guide to Financial Freedom by Robert Kiyosaki. Published in 1998 and weighing in at 320 pages. Cashflow Quadrant was written for those who are ready to move beyond job security and enter the world of financial freedom. It's for those who want to make significant changes in their lives and take control of their financial future. Robert's rich dad taught him that the lack of financial education is why so many people work so hard all their lives for money instead of learning how to make money work for them. The book will change the way you think about jobs, careers, and owning your own business and inspire you to learn the rules of money that the rich use to build and grow their wealth. The written summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Rich Dad's Cashflow Quadrant. You can never have true freedom without financial freedom. Freedom may be free, but it has a price. Preface, what is your life's goal? Finding your path in life is your goal in life. Your path is not your profession. How much money you make, your title, or your successes and failures. Finding your path means finding out what you were put here on earth to do. What is your life's purpose? Why were you given this gift called life? And what is the gift you give back to life? Most people are programmed early in life to go to school and get a job. School is about finding a job in the E and S quadrant. It is not about finding your life's path. Trust your intuition, heart, and have guts. Education is a process. Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. To develop into a whole human being, we need mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual education. Traditional schools were primarily about developing students mentally. That is why so many students do well in school, do not do well in real life, especially in the world of money. School programs students to be employee in the E and S quadrant. Traditional education is not the place for a person who wants to become an entrepreneur in the B and I quadrants. Become an entrepreneur in education. It seems that our paths in life are not found in our minds our path in life is to find out what is in our hearts. The shortcomings of traditional education. Millions of people leave school only to be trapped in jobs they do not like. They know something is missing. Many people are also trapped financially, earning just enough to survive, wanting to earn more, but not knowing what to do. Without awareness of the other quadrants, many people go back to school and look for new professions or pay rises in the E and S quadrant unaware of the world of the B and I quadrants. Most addictions are attempts to find happiness in people's souls. Many A students get stuck in analysis paralysis, studying every little detail but failing to do anything. This analysis paralysis is caused by an education system punishing students for making mistakes. If you think about it, A students are A students simply because they made fewest mistakes. The problem with that emotional psychosis is that, in the real world, People who take action are the ones who make the most mistakes and learn from them to win in the game of life. The reason so many people fail to achieve success is because they fail to fail enough times. They fail to fail enough times. One of the reasons why so many people cling to their job security is because they lack emotional education. They let fear stop them. Introduction which quadrant are you in? The cash flow quadrant is a way to categorize people based on where their money comes from. This is the cash flow quadrant. The letters in each quadrant represent E is for employee, S for small business or self-employed, 
B for big business, I for investor. Each of us resides in at least one of the four sections, quadrants, of the cash flow quadrant. Where we are is determined by where our cash comes from. Many of us are employees who rely on paychecks, while others are self-employed. Employees and self-employed individuals reside on the left side of the cash flow quadrant. The right side is for individuals who receive their cash from businesses they own or investments they own. While financial freedom can be found in all four quadrants, the skills of the B and I will help you reach your financial goals more quickly. Successful E's need to become successful I's to ensure their financial security during retirement. I often ask myself, am I building a pipeline or hauling buckets? Am I working hard or am I working smart? And the answer to those questions have made me financially free. To be in B or I, you must be able to control the direction of your cash flow. We are in the information age, which offers more opportunities for financial reward than ever before. Part one, the cash flow quadrant. Chapter one, why don't you get a job? To someone who values a job, it's difficult to explain why you might not want one. Anyone who says that money isn't important obviously hasn't been without it for long. A college education is important for traditional professions, but not for how these people found great wealth. While money is all the same, the way it's earned can be vastly different. You can earn income in all four quadrants. It's not so much what we do, but more how we generate income. It's foolish to spend your life working for money and to pretend that money wasn't important. Life was more important than money, but that money was important for supporting life. You only have so many hours in a day, and you can only work so hard. So why work hard for money? Learn to have money, and people work hard for you. And you can be free to do the things that are important. Chapter 2, Different Quadrants, Different People. Changing quadrants is often a change at the core of who you are. Even though we're all human beings, said Rich Dad, when it comes to money and the emotions attached to money, we all respond differently. And it's how we respond to those emotions that often determines which quadrant we choose to generate our income from. Know the core difference that cause people to seek different quadrants. Know that and life will be much easier. Changing quadrants is most often a life-changing experience. It's a change as profound as the age-old story of the caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Words are powerful tools. If you want to be a leader of people, then you need to be a master of words. To be great leaders, Rich Dad stressed that we first have to be great listeners. If you don't listen to the words a person uses, you'll never be able to feel their soul. And if you don't listen to their soul, you'll never know to whom you are talking. Core differences. The reason he would say, hear their words, feel their souls, is because behind their words, a person chooses are the core values and core differences of that individual. The following are some of the generalities that separate people in one quadrant from those in another. Number one, the employee. When I hear the words secure and or benefits, I get a sense of who the speaker might be at their core. The word secure is a word often used in response to the emotion of fear. And number two, the self-employed. These are people who want to be their own boss or like to do their own thing. I call this group the do-it-yourselfers. When it comes to money, they have fiercely independent souls. The emotion of fear. So while the E often responds to the fear of not having money by seeking security, the S often responds differently. 
the people in the quadrant respond to fear, not by seeking security, but by taking control of the situation and doing it on their own. That is why I call the S group the do-it-yourself group. Self-employed people are often hardcore perfectionists. For people in this group, money isn't the most important thing about their work, their independence, the freedom to do the things their way, and being respected as experts in their field are much more important than mere money. And number three, the business owner. The B likes to delegate. Thinking is the hardest work there is. That is why so few people engage in it. Henry Ford. Leadership, Rich Dad said, is the ability to bring out the best in people. The technical skills of business are easy. The hard part is working with people. The difference between an S type of business and a B type of business. Those who are true Bs can leave their business for a year or more and return to find their business more profitable and running better than when they left it. In a true S type of business, if the S left for a year or more, chances are there would be no business left to return to. So what causes the difference? Saying it simply, an S owns a job, a B owns a system, and then hires competent people to operate the system. To be a successful B requires, number one, ownership or control of systems, and two, the ability to lead people. Three, for S's to evolve into B's, they need to convert who they are and what they know into a system, and many aren't able to do that. And number four, the investor. Investors make money with money. They don't have to work because their money is working for them. The I quadrant is the playground of the rich. Regardless of which quadrant people make their money, if they hope someday to be rich, they ultimately must come to the I quadrant. It's in the I quadrant that money becomes converted to wealth. The cash flow quadrant simply makes distinctions on how income is generated, whether as an E, employee, S, self-employed, B, business owner, or I, investor. The differences are summarized below. E, you have a job. S, you own a job. B, you own a system and people work for you. And I, money works for you. OPT and OPM. Most of us have heard that the secrets to great riches and wealth are OPT, other people's time, and OPM, other people's money. OPT and OPM are found in the B and I quadrants. For the most part, people who work in the E and S quadrants are the OP, other people, whose time and money are being used. One of the drawbacks to being a successful S is that success simply means more hard work. In other words, good work results in more hard work and longer hours. In designing a B type of business, success simply means increasing the system and hiring more people. In other words, you work less, earn more, and enjoy more free time. The difference between being rich and being wealthy. You have a business which is in your balance sheet, assets, which is producing income that goes into your income statement. The definition of wealth. The definition of wealth is the number of days you can survive without physically working or anyone else in your household physically working and still maintain your standard of living. For example, if your monthly expenses are $5,000 a month and you have $20,000 in saving, your wealth is approximately four months or 120 days. Wealth is measured in time, not dollars. Ultimately, it's not how much money you make that matters, but how much money you keep and how long that money works for you. 
Looking at the balance sheet of a standard E, money comes through a job, gets paid into income, goes to liabilities, then through expenses, and out again, never touching the asset column. Many people, rich or poor, operate constantly at their financial red line of their personal finances. No matter how much money they make, they spend it as fast as it comes in. The trouble with operating your car's engine at the red line is that the life expectancy of the engine is shortened. The same is true with operating your finances at the red line. Several of my doctor friends say that one of the main problems they see today is stress caused by working hard and never having enough money. One says that the biggest cause of health disorders is something she calls money-making money. Regardless of how much money people make, ultimately they should put some in the I-quadrant. The I-quadrant is where your money makes more money. It's based on the idea that money works hard so you don't have to work. The primary distinction of people who earn their money from the I-quadrant is that they're focused on having their money make money. The I-quadrant is the quadrant for working less, earning more, and paying less in taxes. This fear of losing money seems to divide investors into four broad categories. Number one, people who are risk adverse and do nothing but play it safe keep their money in the bank. Number two, people who turn the job of investing over to someone else, such as a financial advisor or a mutual fund manager. And number three, gamblers. And number four, investors. It's the fear of losing money that causes most people to seek security. It's the fear of losing money that causes most people to seek security. If you want to get rich, you need to learn how to take risks. Learn to be an investor. You as an individual must now be financially responsible for yourself. We need to know how to invest, and investing is not a subject taught in school. Concentration rather than diversification requires you to become smarter and more intense in your thoughts and actions. Take a risk. People who take risks change the world. Few people ever get rich without taking risks. The information age means we all need to become self-sufficient, grow up and take personal responsibility for our retirement. The idea of study hard and find a safe, secure job is an idea born in the industrial age. We're not in that age anymore. The times are changing. Chapter 3, Why People Choose Security Over Freedom Many people seek job security because that's what they are taught, both at school and at home. Many of us are conditioned from the earliest days to think about job security rather than financial security or financial freedom. If you look at the cash flow quadrant, you'll notice that the left side is motivated by security. The right side is motivated by freedom. If you're successful as an S, you work harder than you were if you were in any other quadrant, and you work harder for a long time. Looking at the diagram, you'll see that the E and S have few tax advantages, where the B and I have many tax advantages. The pattern for financial freedom. This is the pattern my rich dad recommended. It is the path to financial freedom. This is true financial freedom because in the B quadrant, people are working for you. And in the I quadrant, your money is working for you. You are free to work or not to work. Your knowledge in these two quadrants has brought you complete physical freedom from work. The reality is that your boss's job is not to make you rich. Your boss's job is to make sure you get your paycheck. It's your job to become rich if you want to. And that job begins with the moment you receive your paycheck. If you have poor money management skills, then all the money in the world won't save you.
If you budget your money wisely and learn about either the B or I quadrant, then you're on your own path to great personal fortune and most importantly, freedom. My rich dad used to say to his son and me that the only difference between a rich person and a poor person is what they do in their spare time. What you do after work with your paycheck and your spare time will determine your future. What you do after work with your paycheck and your spare time will determine your future. If you work hard on the left side, you work hard forever. If you work hard on the right side, you have a chance of finding freedom. Many successful investors have lost money many times before winning. Successful people know that success is a poor teacher. Learning comes from making mistakes. And chapter four, the three kind of business systems. Your goal is to own a system and have people work that system for you. There are three main types of business systems commonly in use today. They are number one, traditional C corporations, where you develop your own system. Number two, franchises, where you buy an existing system. And number three, network marketing, where you buy into and become part of an existing system. Success is a poor teacher. Success is a poor teacher. Rich Dad always said, we learn the most about ourselves when we fail. So don't be afraid of failing. Failing is a part of the process of success. You can't have success without failure. There are three ways you can make it to the B side quickly. Number one, find a mentor. Number two, buy a franchise. And number three, get involved in network marketing, also called multi-level marketing or direct distribution systems. Invest sweat equity. Invest sweat equity. To be successful, you need to learn to overcome your fear of being rejected and stop worrying about what other people say and think about you. What you think about me is none of my business. What is most important is what I think about myself. To be successful, you must also learn to lead people. Working with different kinds of people is the hardest thing about business. Think of business systems as bridges that provide a path for you to cross safely from the left side to the right side of the cash flow quadrant. Chapter five, the five levels of investors. Investing is the key to financial freedom. Five things happen to people who do not invest or who invest poorly. Number one, they work hard all their lives. Number two, they worry about money all their lives. Number three, they depend on others, such as family, a company pension, or the government to take care of them. And number four, the boundaries of their life are defined by money. And five, they will not know what true freedom is. When you learn a profession, let's say to be a doctor, you learn how to work for money. Learning to invest is learning how to have money work for you. The moment you have money working for you, you have your ticket to freedom. The reality is that real investors do not park their money. They move their money. It is a strategy known as the velocity of money. A true investor's money is always moving, acquiring new assets, and then moving on to acquire even more assets. Only amateurs park their money. Success or failure, wealth or poverty, depends solely on how smart the investor is. A smart investor will make millions in the stock market. An amateur will lose millions. Five different levels of investors. There are five types or levels of investors found in the I quadrant. Level one, the zero financial intelligence level. Number two, the savers and losers level. Number three, the I'm too busy level. Number four, the I'm a professional level. And number five, the capitalist level.
This is the richest people in the world. The level five investor, a capitalist, is a business owner from the B quadrant investing in the I quadrant. Bankers would rather lend 10 million than 10,000, since it takes just as much time to lend thousands as it does millions. Remember, bankers love debitors because debitors make the bank rich. If you want to be a successful capitalist, you must know how to raise capital and how to use debt to make money. It's your choice. One great thing about freedom is the freedom to choose to live the life you want to live. Education gives us the power to turn information into meaning. Chapter 6, you cannot see money with your eyes. Money is an idea that is more clearly seen with your mind. Remember that anything important can't really be learned in the classroom. It must be learned by taking action, making mistakes, and then correcting them. That's when wisdom sets in. The average person is 95% eyes and only 5% mind when they invest, said Rich Dad. If you want to become a professional in the B and I quadrants, you need to train your eyes to be only 5% and train your mind to see the other 95%. Rich Dad went on to explain that people who train their minds to see money have tremendous power over people who don't. If money is not first in your head, it won't stick to your hands. An asset puts money in my pocket, a liability takes money out of my pocket. The value of your home is an opinion that fluctuates with the market, while your mortgage is a definite liability not affected by the market. For a B&I, the value of your home is not considered an asset because it does not generate cash flow. More, the more people you are indebted to, the poorer you are, said Rich Dad, and the more people you have indebted to you, the wealthier you are. That's the game. If you take on debt and risk, you then you should get paid. Making money is common sense. It's not rocket science. But unfortunately, when it comes to make money, common sense is uncommon. Your profit is made when you buy, not when you sell. Your profit is made when you buy, not when you sell. If you take on debt personally, make sure it's small. If you take on large debt, make sure someone else is paying for it. Millions of people have made life decisions based upon opinions handed down from generation to generation, and then they wonder why they struggle financially. Most people's lives are determined by their opinions, rather than the facts. For a person's life to change, they first need to change their opinions and then start looking at the facts. Too much due diligence is also called analysis paralysis. The average middle class financial picture. Job. Money going into an income, going through the liabilities to pay for mortgages, car loans, credit cards, student loans, then going to expenses, taxes, mortgage payment, car payment, credit card payment, and school loan payments. Someone else's balance sheet. Now, if you understand the game, then you may realize that those liabilities must show up on someone else's balance sheet as assets like this. Balance sheet, assets, mortgage, car loans, credit card debt, student loans, then that money going into income through interest. Most people don't have anyone who is indebted to them. Most people don't have anyone who is indebted to them. They have no real assets, things that put money in their pocket, and they're often indebted to everyone else. That's why they cling to job security and struggle financially. If it weren't for their job, they'd be broke in a flash. In fact, the average American is less than three paychecks away from bankruptcy. 
Most people go to school and learn to be players in the game, but no one explains the rules to them. No one tells them that the name of the game is Who is Indebted to Whom? Part 2. Bringing out the best in you. Chapter 7. Becoming who you are. The real issue is the changes you must go through and who you become in the process. Money is a drug. If you become addicted to money, it's hard to break that addiction. People who were happy when they had money and upset and moody when they didn't. The hardest part about moving from the left side to the right side is the attachment you have to the way you were used to earning money, said Rich Dad. It's more than breaking a habit, it's breaking an addiction. Create system as a way of acquiring money. The world of money was one large system, and as individuals, we must learn to how to operate in certain patterns within that system. An E works for the system, an S is the system, a B creates, owns, and controls the system, and I invest money into the system. When a person feels the need for money, Rich Dad explained, an E will automatically look for a job, an S will often do something alone, a B will create or buy a system that produces money, and an I will look for an opportunity to invest in an asset that produces more money. Passion builds businesses, not fear. Build a system around your heart. Build a system around your passion. Having financial vision lowers your risk. Having financial vision lowers your risk. Being financially blind increases risk. But you only need that vision if you want to operate on the right side. People on the left side think in words. To be successful on the right side, especially the I quadrant, you must think in numbers. It's very risky trying to be an investor while still thinking predominantly in words. Chapter 8, How Do I Get Rich? If you do what everyone else does, you'll wind up having what everyone else has. When it comes to the subject of money, common sense is uncommon. The fact is that most people who work hardest do not wind up rich. If you want to be rich, you need to think independently rather than go along with the crowd. In my opinion, one great asset of the rich is that they think differently than everyone else. Be, do, have. Goals are the have part of these three words. People focus on what they have to do rather than who they have to be. People think that working hard for money and then buying things that make them look rich will make them rich. In most cases, it doesn't. It only makes them more tired. They call it keeping up with the Joneses. And if you notice, the Joneses are exhausted. The cash flow quadrant is about being, not doing. Strengthen your thoughts, being, so that you can take action, doing, that will enable you to become financially free, having. The greatest cause of human financial struggle is the fear of losing money. Too many people leave school with passing grades, yet are not emotionally prepared to take risks, especially financial ones. The reason so many teachers are not rich is because they operate in an environment that punishes people who make mistakes. Instead, to be financially free, we need to learn how to make mistakes and manage risk. Financial IQ is 90% emotional IQ and only 10% technical information about finance or money. The most important conversation is the one you're having with yourself. What the rich do is relatively simple. It's the B that is different. The difference is found in their thoughts and more specifically, their internal dialogue. That's why my rich dad forbade me from saying, I can't afford it. I can't do that, play it safe, don't lose money, what if you fail and never recover? He banned those statements because he truly believed that words are powerful tools. What a person says and thinks becomes real. What a person says and thinks becomes real.
what we said to ourselves become a reality. To be successful as an investor or a business owner, you have to be emotionally neutral to winning and losing. Winning and losing are just part of the game. The main reason so many people struggle financially isn't because they lack a good education or not hard working, it is because they are afraid of losing. If the fear of losing stops them, they've already lost. Most people suffer financially because their emotions are in control of their thoughts. We as human beings all have the same emotions. What determines the difference between what we do and what we have in life is primarily how we handle those emotions. Chapter 9, Be the Bank, Not the Banker. The rich create money. It's not what happens in one's life that matters, but it's the meaning one puts on what happens that matters. Read books on economic history. Economies change, but history repeats. The game is called, Who is Indebted to Whom? Remember, the only difference between $80,000 deal and an $800,000 deal is a zero. The waves of financial markets are driven by two human emotions, greed and fear. I don't think of depressions are things of the past because we always have those emotions of greed and fear. One big reason the rich keep making more of their wealth is simply because they operate as corporate bodies, not human beings. Build a business and buy real estate. Build a business and buy real estate. The idea was to make a lot of money via C corporations and shelter their income through real estate. Remember the words of the immensely wealthy people such as Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's. My business is not hamburgers. My business is real estate. In the information age, quality information is our most important asset. Part 3. How to become successful B&I. Chapter 10. Take baby steps. You've got to walk before you can run. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a baby step. Long-term financial success is not measured by how big your stride is, but by the number of steps, the number of years, and the direction in which you're moving. Action beats inaction. Action beats inaction. To me, one of the primary reasons E's and S's have difficulty moving to the B and I side is because they are too afraid of making mistakes. True learning requires mental, emotional, and physical learning. That is why action always beats inaction. If you take action and make a mistake, or at least you have learned something, be it mentally, emotionally, or physically. Ultimately, the way we learn is by making mistakes. People who are afraid of taking action out of fear of making mistakes may be mentally smart, but they are also emotionally and physically handicapped. The key to making an investment is setting a big goal and approaching it systematically. Taking baby steps first, then gradually increasing the size of your investment as your learning and experience increase. You will want to push yourself beyond your comfort zone, but gradually. The 7 Steps to Finding Your Financial Fast Track Chapter 11, Step 1 It's time to mine your own business. We are programmed to mine everyone else's business and ignore our own. By looking at the fi- this financial statement, you can begin to see how we've been programmed from early age to mine everyone else's business and ignore our own business. Income statement. Income. You mind your boss's business. Expenses. You mind the government's business via taxes. With every other expense, you mind a lot of other people's business. Balance sheet. Assets. This is your own business. Liability. You mind your banker's business. Take action. For many people, their financial statements are not a pretty picture, simply because they've been misled into mining everyone else's business instead of mining their own business. 
To change all that, I suggest following these action steps. Number one, fill out your own personal financial statement. Number two, set financial goals. A, my five-year financial goals are, number one, I want to increase cash flow, i.e. passive income. Income you earn without you having to work for it, from my assets to dollars per month. Number two, I want to have the following investment vehicles in my asset column, e.g. real estate, stocks, businesses, commodities. B, my one-year financial goals are, number one, I want to decrease my debt by, number two, I want to increase my cash flow from my assets to per month. C, using my five-year goals, I will complete my financial statement again to show how it will look five years from today. Chapter 12, step two, take control of your cash flow. People who cannot control their cash flow work for those who can. The primary reason most people have money problems is that they were never schooled in the science of cash flow management. They were taught how to read, write, drive cars, and swim, but not how to manage their cash flow. Without this training, they wind up having money problems and then work harder with the belief that the more money will solve the problem. Good debt was debt someone else paid for you. Bad debt was debt that you paid with your own sweat and blood. That is why I love rental properties. Buy rental real estate because the bank gives you the loan, but your tenants pay for it. Income and expense. For most every liability, there must be an asset, but they don't appear on the same set of financial statements. For every expense, there must be an income. And again, they do not appear on the same set of financial statements. Looking at the diagram, you'll see payee, the expenses going into the payer, income. Chapter 13, Step 3. Know the difference between risk and risky. Business and investing are not risky, but being undereducated is. What is proper cash flow management? Proper cash flow management begins with really knowing the difference between an asset and a liability. The following diagram shows the properly managed cash flow of an individual who is 45 years old. Money coming into assets goes into income, goes into assets, goes into income. Assets go up, liabilities go down, expenses go down, and income goes up. 9% of the population does, which is mismanage their cash flow and not know the difference between an asset and a liability. Then at the age of 45, their financial picture looks like this. Money coming from a job goes into income, goes into liabilities, then goes into expenses and out again. Their expenses go up, their liabilities go up, as does their income, but their assets do not. The direction of cash flow is everything. A rich person focuses his or her efforts on acquiring assets, not working harder. Business and investing are not risky, but being undereducated is. Similarly, being misinformed is risky, and relying on a safe and secure job is the highest risk anyone can take. Buying an investment is not risky. Buying liabilities you have been told are assets is risky. Minding your own business is not risky. Minding everyone else's business and paying them first is risky. Chapter 14, Step 4. Decide what kind of investor you want to be. Start small and learn to solve problems. If you want to acquire great wealth quickly, take on great financial problems. Three different types of investors. Type A. Investors who seek problems. Type B, investors who seek answers. And type C, investors who seek an expert to tell them what to do. 
If you start small and learn to solve problems, you will gain immense wealth as you become better and better at solving problems. Find your fast track. So for those of you who want to find your financial fast track, start by, number one, minding your own business. Number two, taking control of your cash flow. Number three, knowing the difference between risk and risky. And number four, knowing the difference between type A, B, and C investor. So to become rich quicker, become a student of the skills needed by a business owner and investor. Seek to solve bigger problems. Because inside big problems lie huge financial opportunities. That is why I recommend becoming a B first before becoming an I. Attend a network marketing seminar to learn about its business system. I recommend researching at least three different network marketing companies. Attend business opportunity conventions or trade expos in your area to see what franchises or business systems are available. And chapter 15, step five, seek mentors. A mentor is someone who tells you what is important and what is not important. Focus on passive income and spend my time acquiring assets that provide passive or long-term residual income. Instead of living below your means, focus on expanding your means. Focus on building the asset column and increasing our passive income from capital gains, dividends, residual income from businesses, rental income from real estate and royalties. Choose your mentors wisely. Be careful from whom you take advice. If you want to go somewhere, it is best to find someone who has already taken the journey. Whom you spend your time with is your future. Who you spend your time with is your future. Write down the six people you spend the most time with. The six people you spend the most time with are your future. Chapter 16, Step 6. Make disappointment your strength. Inside every disappointment lies a priceless gem of wisdom. When people are lame, they love to blame. Disappointment is an important part of learning. Just as we learn from our mistakes, we gain character from our disappointments. And chapter 17, step 7, the power of faith. The only person whom determines the thoughts you choose to believe about yourself is you. Be aware of the thoughts and words generated by your emotions. If you are not aware when your emotions are doing your thinking, you will never survive the journey. You will always hold yourself back. Remember that the only person who determines your thoughts you choose to believe about yourself is you. The reason most people stop and turn back from their dream is because the tiny person found inside each of us wields more power than our bigger person. Take action, believe in yourself, and start today. Begin building pipelines of cash flow to support you and your family. That's a wrap on Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. Subscribe to our channel now for future summaries and check out our website, bestbookbits.com, for the written and audio summary. The website is amassed with hundreds of book summaries from the classics to the current. Have a browse to help further your education through the power of books. Like, comment, or share if you got something from this summary. Thanks for watching and have yourself an amazing day.